Father, I thank you for the grace to bring the ancient word, the immutable word of God that cannot be broken. As I bring the word today, I pray that every heart will be open. That the word will be quick and powerful to change us and bring us back where we ought to be, digging deeper and deeper in Christ. Thank you for the awesome privilege of being able to worship in such a comfortable place. But as we come, help us to go deeper so that we can cross over to a new decade thoroughly blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to thank Grace Corral and my, my writer, our master organist, for helping me. And now it's time for you to pay attention to the word of God. The Bible says, when you come into the house of the Lord, draw near to hear. It's not time to talk. Otherwise, you give the sacrifice of fools. The scripture for today on my subject, Big Reapers Always Dig Deeper, says, take the old prophets as your mentor. There are a lot of social media giants and influencers, good as they may be, I thank God for them, but take the old prophets as your mentor. They put up with anything. They are constant like the northern star. They don't change the standards. They don't learn a new thing and change the oracles of God. No, they don't. They put up with anything and they went through everything and never once quit. Because quitters are never winners. And whilst they were going through everything, Bible says all the time they were honoring God. Today, a lot of people have changed their song because we're going through something. Can I tell you the truth? Whoever told you that following Christ, everything is going to be hunky-dory told you a lie. There are times on the mountaintop, there are times of valley. Even David, the man after God's heart, says, when I pass through the valley, I will not be afraid. Because God is with me. Verse 11 says, what a gift life is to those who stay the course. What is with people? Like friendship, some people are friends only when they can get something from you. And Job says, shall we accept good and not adversity from the Lord? What is going on here? Those who stay the course. He says, you have heard, of course, of Job's staying power. Someone say, staying power. I can't hear you. Staying power. May God give us staying power like Job. He says, and you know how the God brought it all, everything together. The Bible says even his former friends, they came back. And they came back and they were so impressed with the glory that God had given him, they brought gifts of gold and all kinds of things. Never worry where some people live. Wait till God brings everything back together for you. You will know that people, the person who wear gold, if he come back, praise God. And speaking volumes. And you know how that God brought it all together for Job at the end. That's because God cares. Help me tell somebody, look at somebody from say, God cares about you. God cares right down to the last detail. Now that is a place of comfort for me because there are some details you don't know about me. There are some details my bankers don't know about me. There are some details that started from my hometown. There are some details about my family that I inherited in my DNA. But God cares about what you know. What you say, what you don't say, and what you will never know. Right to the last detail. That's a good place for you to clap for the Lord. <laughs> right down 
the last detail. Can I tell you something? God has got you covered. Can you say amen? amen. Job's wife didn't know that God cares for the last detail. She thought it was over and out and said, curse God and die. You see, when you go through some things, friendship to be tested, even marriage is tested. And most and generally, when people think you can't make it, they exit. But God cares to the very last detail. Mrs. Job didn't leave after all. All his former friends came back. Oh, I'm speaking volumes this morning. But it all has to do with staying power. Without staying power, we cannot put up with everything going on around us these days. I am not making any accusation. I'm just expounding the word of God. Without staying power, which we haven't heard a lot about, a lot of people know about claiming and receiving, but there's something called staying power in Christianity. It is the backbone of Christianity. Without my backbone, I cannot stand. Without staying power, we cannot put up with everything like the old prophets. Without staying power, that's why a lot of people are not being able to put up with the things that are going around these days at home, in the office, in the economy, in the health sector, and all kinds of things, even in sports. They cannot put up with it because they don't have staying power. Without staying power, we can't go through so much stuff and still be honoring God like the old prophet. The Bible says they went through everything. They saw everything and they stood. And all the time, they stood honoring God. And the only way to achieve this expectation of the Lord is to go deeper and deeper in Christ right now. Can I tell you something? Not everybody that started with us is going to finish with us. Bible says many will fall by the wayside. Not because they're bad, but they did not invest in going deeper where you get the staying power to start and to finish. God is impressed when you start, but he's more impressed when you finish. Haven't started well. May we finish well in Jesus' name. Not everybody that entered University of Ife in 1979 to study law with me graduated with me. Not everybody who got saved with me and the same year I got saved, which is about 30-something years ago now, not all of them. In fact, I've seen some of them and I weep. They're drinking and doing all kinds of things. They're running about the place as if they were never seen. I'm glad when you start. I'm glad you're a member of Grace Assembly. I want to see whether you'll be there at the finishing line. This is what 2020 is all about. And God warned us. He said, the times of running around on your own, said, don't do it. This year, it is the year of Jehovah Rohi. Let him be your shepherd. Which means, whatever he says is what you'll do. When he leads you, you follow him. When he says, lie down in green pasture, you lie down. When he says, time for valley, this is the only way you're going to survive this year. And look at what has happened this year. It was something like this Paul was warning Timothy about in 2 Timothy chapter 3. The new kingdom says, Paul said to Timothy, his son in the Lord, who was already a pastor, he said, listen, my son, perilous times will come. The word perilous means dangerous times. Times of incredible hardship. Who would believe it? Across the whole world. You couldn't hide anywhere. Everybody. And most and generally it started in the palaces of authority and power and glory. COVID, wherever 
I showed up, first showed up in the palace. So nowhere to run. Perilous times will come. And that's when we need the Lord more and more. That's when we will have to go deeper. Otherwise, we will wither and die. Jesus said, I am the vine, but you are only the branches. He says, abide in me. He said, whoever is a branch that does not abide in me will wither and die. Some things are going on. You can't afford to be shallow with the Lord. You will not have enough nourishment to go through it and come out of it. This is a time we need the Lord more and more. This is when we ought to, not to be doing shallow Christianity. This is when our strength is tested to the limit. This is the time you need to be wise and go deeper and deeper in Christ. Let me read this from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Switch to the Amplified Version of the Bible. I don't mean the classic. Okay, but the Amplified says, but understand this, says Paul. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm saying to you too. That in the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come. Does that sound familiar or not? I'm going to ask you again. Does that sound familiar or not? Times of great stress. Who has been stressed this year? Honestly. Let me see your hand up now so that God will distress the whole stress. Great, he didn't say stress, great stress and great trouble. Difficult days that will be hard to bear. Hello there. I said hello there. Is this scripture speaking to us or not? It says, but understand this. Don't let somebody tell you that every year will be the same. While some people were saying uh, 2020 will be a year of multiple blessing, a year of this and that. I said, no, that's not what God is saying. He said, this year, like no other year ever will it be. All the indices will fail. All the, all the projections will fail. It doesn't matter where. I came to this altar and I told you I crossed over. And it has come to pass. He that had an ear, hear what I'm saying. This is not the year to do that shallow stuff. You feel like doing it, that's the worst thing you can do. Can I tell you a story? To catch fish. Is it easier to catch the fish in the shallow water or in the deep water? If you are swimming in your faith into shallow waters, you are easy picking for the devil. If fish want to run away from you, he dives to the deep place and goes down where you can't see. It's even dark anyway. Tell your neighbor you need to go deeper. Difficult days that will be hard to bear. The Living Bible, switch out to the Living Bible. The Living Bible says, you may as well know this too. In all that you know, you may as well know this too. Timothy, and that talks about the real believer. I'm not talking to unbelievers here. This is for the believers. You may as well know this too, Timothy, that in the last days, it is going to be very difficult to be a Christian. And so when things get rough, all the areas that we're hiding find expression. Don't make me hungry so I won't steal. That means say, tiff, tiff, day your body before. It is hunger that will bring it out. Don't make things hard so that my selfishness will not surface. Between husband and wife, now everybody's keeping their stuff. There are situations God will permit so that the character problems that you still have will surface. You may as well know this too, Timothy, that in the last days, 
it is going to be very difficult. You see, the Christianity of Tok Tok is over. Situation is showing people's character. It is going to be very difficult to be a Christian. He was talking to the best of the Christians of those days. As I believe, I'm talking to the best Christians of our days. What does it mean that it will be very difficult? He didn't say difficult. Someone said very difficult. Does that sound familiar? Is it easy to be honest these days? I say, is it easy to be honest these days? <laughs> it will be very difficult to be a Christian. How? A Christian who adheres to the Christian standards. Not personal standards. A lot of Christians don't talk about Christian standards anymore. They, are pers- they have personal standards. This is how I want to do it. This is how I like to do it. This is what I feel like doing. What about when you ask them, what does God say? Bam! They fight you. That's the end. All I am saying is you're entitled to your own ways, but can we talk about what God says about the situation? At least we're Christians. It is going to be very difficult to get people to be reasonable, to adhere to the Christian standards entrenched in the Bible, to dig deeper. When you call them, say, no, it's not time to be shallow. Let's go deeper. They tend to follow the common thing, which is now to drift towards the shallow, all because things are tough, all because things are hard. And they're submitting to discouragement. Did Paul not want Timothy and us? By extension, you may as well know this. Difficult times are ahead. Why didn't you prepare yourself? When I came to the altar, I said, this year is going to be tough. Why didn't you prepare yourself? God will never allow something to happen without warning you. This year is coming to an end. Can I tell you something? As far as me, I'm concerned. My own calendar tells me. The next decade starts on January 1st. I know some people calculate uh, a a decade from the year 0 to the year 9. No, no, I calculate from 1 to 0. So for me, a new decade will start January 1st, 2021. And that decade, me, I want to leave this particular one behind. And step into it in style. And so shall it be with you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The message translation of 2 Timothy 3 and verse 1. The message translation says, Don't be naive. Don't be a simpleton. Don't be a fool. There are difficult times ahead. Some people bury their head in the sand. Just because you still have some money in the bank doesn't mean what I'm saying is not true. Just because you still have a job does not mean I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't be naive. Naive is that you don't look ahead. You're only looking around you. Don't be naive that difficult times ahead and we have seen them. And so, one of the latent but ominous effects of COVID-19 on Christians particularly is so obvious is a drift into convenient Christianity. All of a sudden, I'm looking around and say, how come nobody is feeling this? How come nobody is saying it? It was all part of the plan. Weaken your faith. Make you feel God cannot help you. Make you feel justified to, to redesign your own Christianity. Just because we're going through a period that's about to end. 
This happens when our people knowingly or knowingly drop the biblical standards of Christianity and they begin to feel justified in doing things their own way. And this plays out in so many ways like apathy, lethargy, and lethargy towards the things of God. Let me tell you what apathy means before some people accuse me of big grammar. Apathy is only a lack of interest and zeal resulting in complacency. Apathy is only the lack of interest and the lack of zeal resulting in complacency. In this case, about God, the house of God, and the things of God. You, I don't need to speak much. You have seen it around you. I talked about lethargy. Lethargy is the indifference towards something or someone. Indifference. And sluggishness about that thing or towards that person. And what is complacency? Complacency is to chill out in shallow Christianity while being oblivious of extreme danger knocking on your door. And that's my job to let you know. Just like Paul told Timothy said, don't be naive. Don't chill in some shallow water. There are difficult times ahead. It's time to dig deep. I told you the fish in the shallow waters is much easier to catch, but not so with fish in deep waters. Let me ask you something. I like the fact that technology gives us options. But we should be careful that technology does not take more away from us than what is giving us. Hello. I know that when you can't come to church, you should be able to zoom in somehow and catch up with that. But I worry when it becomes the permanent way of relating with God. Have you heard of e-church? You've heard of e-church? Is that e-heaven? If you're a member of e-church, then you should be satisfied with e-heaven. Can I engage you? If my child wants to be e-child to me, I will be e-father to the child. So when it's time to polish my shoes or watch my car, you do e-child for me. Uh-huh. A time will come, I will do e-father for you too. Am I making some sense here? How many people want to go to heaven? Not now. Not now. Otherwise, you die. Everybody wants to get to heaven. Have you seen the description of heaven? The lake of life. Hey! The crystal palaces. Hey! Matale Kali Baba. Listen, when I get into this mood, don't be, don't be surprised when I just zoom. <laughs> but can I tell you something? Is heaven real or not? Okay. How many people want to go to heaven? By Zoom. You will participate in heaven only by Zoom. Hello. But you come to church by Zoom now. When heaven comes, you just Zoom into heaven. Is, why is it not the same? It can never be the same. Oh, really? If you can Zoom into church, you can Zoom into heaven. I am going to heaven. I don't need Zoom. I don't want Zoom. <laughs> 
Come on now, Grace Assembly. This is an intelligent church. Am I making some intelligent argument here? How many people want to participate in heaven only by Zoom? Even people watching me online, do you want to participate when the time comes only by Zoom? I rest the matter. It's interesting that technology, if we're not careful, good as it may, may breed something in us that will kill the essence of our Christianity and the very important relationships. Mommy, you're a grandmother. You're a mother of grown men like me. Would you, are you looking forward to the day all the time that you see us is only by Zoom? What is the difference between Zoom and when we show up in your house? Just hearing the horn of our cars at your gate, something will begin to happen. The Bible says your children will be like olive trees all around your table, not on Zoom, for real. So if this is the house of the Lord, this place ought never to be empty. The children of God must always show up. Psalm 196 says, your children will be like olive trees around your table. May our house never become desolate because of technology in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me move a little further. In John 6, I'm going to read verses 66 to 68. Remember, my subject today is entitled, Big Reapers Always Dig Deeper. All right? And so, I want to read um, the scripture from John. The gospel, according to St. John, chapter 6, from verse 66 to 68. Listen to this. It says, from that time. Note that. What time was that? From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with Jesus no more. Verse 67. Then Jesus said to the twelve, the the first team of all. He said to them, he went to the best. He said, okay, I've seen the rest of them. Do you also want to go away? And there was silence. And only one spoke up. And I'm speaking up my own generation. But Simon Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where are the Christians? Your hands should be clapped. One person spoke up. The rest kept quiet. Simon said, to whom shall we go? To what shall we go? You are the one that, you are not just the one that has the word of eternal life. You are eternal life yourself. You're making a choice, baby. In everything you're doing, the way you're living, you're making a choice. And the Lord is watching us. The Amplified Classic of John 6, 66, verse 66. Aha. It says, after this, I want you to mark that, afterwards, maybe COVID-19, maybe 2010-20, maybe NSAS, maybe some disaster, after this, many of the disciples drew back and no longer accompanied him. Why? They returned to their old associations. They returned to their old lifestyles. And they returned to the old ways of justifying whatever they wanted to do in any situation. After this, there's always a this that will happen. 
Should that this that happened, should it now reshuffle your relationship with the Lord and change the, the, the constitution of your relationship after this? There will always be something that happens. Campbell, is there no life after COVID? After this, many of the disciples drew back. The word drew back, it means backslide. You don't have to say Jesus is not Lord anymore. It's just where you place him. And any relationship that is based on convenience is not deep. Any Zoom, let them be zooming to heaven when they are enjoying in heaven. After COVID and after the COVID recession, after the 2020 crisis, where are you? Where is your faith? Where is your relationship? If you can't answer the question, I will show you what the answer should be. In Psalm 84 and verse 6, the Passion Translation of the Bible, Psalm 84 and verse 6, the Passion Translation of the Bible. Listen to this. It says, even after this, after all this, even when their paths went through the dark valley of tears, even when unexpectedly their path in life, their path financially, their path in their marriage, their path academically, their path in ministry, winds down through the dark valley of tears. It's not just dark, it is a place of tears. They don't go shallow, the Bible says, they dig deep to find a pleasant pool where others find only pain. The difference is based on the response to the dark valley of tears. Some of us will dig deep and find pleasant pool while others will find pain by the choice that you make. And the Bible says God responds by giving them a brook of blessing. Hallelujah. Filled from the rain of an outpouring. And that talks about the power of the Holy Ghost. He gives them a brook. A brook, pleasant brook of blessing. Filled with the rain from an outpouring. The outpouring that cannot be stopped. There's no umbrella that can stop it. Glory to God. That is the response of some people. Today, I want my voice to be heard. Just like Paul, one Timothy, I want my voice to be heard. You've got to make a choice. Things will happen. It is not just what happens. The Bible says, let the prophets of old be your mentors. They went through everything. They dealt with everything. And by the same power, they did not quit. And all the time, they were honoring God. I says, look at Job. How God brought it all together for him at the end. Woo. And in verse 7 of, of the Passion Translation, verse 7 says, after this, after verse 6, it says, they grow, what? Stronger and stronger. From a place of tears and where they're depleted, they don't stop there. They move forward and they grow stronger and stronger, which means they are restored. Which means they come out of it. Which is they go through 
but they come through all that process. They grow stronger and stronger with every step forward. You can take a step sideways, not stepping aside from the Lord. You can take a step backwards, that is backsliding. But these ones who dig deeper, they go from strength to strength with every step forward. Child of God, the devil is alive. No matter how bad it is, you can take one step forward. As you take one step forward, the Lord will move things in your favor. You take another step forward. It doesn't have to be easy, but this is what Christianity is all about. Let me read verse 6 and verse 7 together. It says, of these ones, and I pray that you are one of us, even when our paths wind through the dark valley of tears, like 2020, ah, like 2010-20, ah, instead of in our exasperation, begin to swim into shallow waters and become easy picking for the devil to finish our destiny, we dig deeper to find a pleasant pool where others who went the other way find only pain. And God responds by giving us a brook of blessing filled with the rain of an outpouring. And in the end, we come out of it, we get stronger and stronger with every step we take by a decision to go forward and deeper and deeper in Christ. And the Bible says, and the God of all gods will appear before them in Zion. If you're one of us, you need to shout hallelujah. This is a sequence. It happens from time to time. The devil is watching and God is watching. And time is going. And the habits that we're forming, the habits of convenience, nothing great is built in convenience. You can't build your career on, uh, on convenience. You can't build your marriage on convenience. You can't raise your children on convenience. There are days, mothers, you know what I'm talking about. It is most inconvenient. Your body is aching. You're feeling sick. You drag yourself out of bed, wash up those kids, brush their teeth, dress them up, and still take them to school. When you come back, you feel like checking to the hospital. And next day, you're still going to do it. And when they graduate from Harvard, when they finish in Yale, when they go to the University of Oxford, and you show up as a mother of the doctor of philosophy, everybody begins to say, Mr. I like this. You say, it will not be like that. Oh. It was not done by convenience. Are you there? When, we, when time gives you to eternity, I have told you, if you don't know that I'm a wise man, check out what will happen when we get to eternity. And when you want to say, ah, Pastor, now what? Well, eh, eh, eh. It was not by convenience. You don't, you don't imagine I preach every time because it's convenient. No, you don't know. You don't have to know. I'm just determined to be found faithful. That's it. And now my call is, you and I need to join hands together to move our people away from drifting into this death trap called shallowness. It's where the enemy will pick them easily. You and I need to join hands with me we need to join hands together and bring our people back to a deeper relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm calling for. I want to give you one more scripture. Luke chapter 5 verse 4b, the living Bible. How many of you remember when Peter fished all night? The king fisher, the master fisher caught nothing. He was tired, he was disappointed, he was frustrated, he was angry. And that's when Jesus came and Jesus says, you want to go shallow, you want to go and drink some 
uh, wine to, 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 to medicate your disappointment and frustration. You want to go and hang out with the boys because you're mad. You don't want to go home. Say, no, 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 no. Let's go deeper. And Jesus said to him, push out a little bit. And he preached one or two hours. And Jesus said nothing to him. And this is how it is. You, you expect Jesus to always come and pander to your affection when you want it. It doesn't work like that. He said, push the boat out. Row out. I want to preach. Never said a word to him. When he finished preaching, he said to him, he said to him, now go out where it is deeper. Bible says, Jesus said to Simon, I'm reading from the, new, uh, the, the Living Bible, now go out where it is deeper. The word go out, now go out where it is deeper, it means that you have not gone that far before. You need to go deeper and let down your net and you will catch what? A lot of fish. Did he catch a lot of fish or not? Yes, he did. The message translation says, when Jesus finished teaching, he said to Simon, push out into the deep. Somebody say push. Women, when you go and deliver your baby, push. Is it an easy push? When you read scripture, don't imagine it's just like that. When Jesus had finished teaching, if Peter was tired before Jesus came, imagine how much tired he was, how much more tired he was. And the Lord said to Simon, push. Push out into the deep waters. And when we get there, only when we get there, let down, let out your net for a cart. And verse 6 says, in Message Bible, it was no sooner said than done, a huge haul of fish straining the nets past capacity. Imagine Peter going shallow. That night, he went with the boys and went to drink some cheap alcohol somewhere. His breath smelling. He goes home and 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 snores, and the next day, as if his problems will go away, will meet his empty boat and empty net. But Jesus came along, and Jesus is coming along through my preaching to you today. Say, Don't go shallow, come with me, push out deeper and deeper in Christ. When you get there, something is going to happen. You are going to try this time, it's going to work out. You are going to try this time, you're going to catch something. And the Bible says, No sooner said than done, a huge haul of fish strained the nets past capacity. And so Peter caught much more than enough fish. But that's because he stayed with the Lord till the end. And despite his tiredness and his frustration, he agreed to go deeper with Christ. I want you to stand to your feet. Big reapers always dig deeper. Big reapers, if they're here, will always go deeper. Dig deeper in Christ. I want to end this sermon with the same scripture I started with. And I read James 5, 10 to 11, the message Bible. James 5, 10 to 11, the message Bible. It says, take the old prophets as your mentor. They put up with anything. And they went through everything. And never once quit. And all the time, they kept honoring God. When it was easy and when it was not easy. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. You have heard, of course, of Job's staying power. And you know how God brought it all together for him at the end. And that's because God cares. He cares right down to the last detail. 
I want to pronounce a blessing that since God did it for those who exhibited staying power, and God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, as we too stay the whole course, as we too dig deeper, push out into the deeper, God will bring it all together back for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of amen is that? I say God will bring it together for all of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lift up your hand tonight. Can you give me the tune? It's calling me deeper. As many of us that have heard the voice of the Lord through this vessel of clay, I want you to make a commitment to God and say, Lord, grant me staying power. Hey, let me be like the prophets of old. They went through everything. Oh, and they put up with anything in their way. Never once quit. Pray, pray, pray. And all the time, with lifted hands to God, they were honoring God. And God brought it all, brought it back all together again for them at the end. I want you to pray, say, Lord, grant me the grace not to quit. Help me to deal with my pain. Help me, oh God. The temptation to go shallow. The temptation to practice convenient Christianity. That's not the way. Deliver me from it, oh God. As you did for Job. After all the troubles and the travails. Bible says in the end, God gave him twice as much as before. God extended his life and he saw his children to the fourth generation. Everything he lost, God brought back and multiplied unto him. Even his old and former friends and neighbors and family came back. Job did not quit on God. When he was told, curse God, he said, you speak like the foolish women. I will never do that. I will wait on the Lord till my change comes. I am not... A farewell, a friend of the Lord. I'm a worshiper of the Most High God. Father, for anyone praying today, I ask that the hand of the Lord rest upon that soul. I pray that God will breathe upon that person. I pray the power of the Holy Ghost will rally around him and cause everything to come out together. Everything come back together. That together we exit 2020. And enter the next decade, starting on 2021, triumphantly, fully blessed. The Bible says God gives them a brook of blessing. So must it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And to those watching online, I pray the same prayer for you. That howsoever you can dig deeper, you make up your mind today. And don't subscribe to the order of the day. There's nothing like convenient Christianity. It cost him his life. It's going to cost us a lot. But it is, will be worth it in the end. Because God is faithful. Father, we give you praise. We give you adoration. Thank you for speaking a word in season to this weary soul. Thank you because things are going to turn around for good. To you alone be glory and praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. If you have been blessed this morning, I want you to clap your hands. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. My time 
a brush now. I want you all to go back home. This message is on all our platforms. Watch it again, share it, so that somebody else will not become easy picking in shallow waters for the enemy.